0: What's going on? I'm Sebastian Fishmatherin, a Floridian student, and you're listening to At Sea with Sea Bass, a podcast where we attack current events and societal issues. Enjoy. All right, what's up, Marley? How are you? I'm good. Uh, so the vice presidential debate happened, um, and I thought it was it was much better than in in terms of just like sophistication than than the last one, in opinion. Um. Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, it was a lot more productive, and they actually discussed policy positions and stuff like that.
0: Exactly. There was a lot less um, ad hominems that were taking place. I believe. Like, yeah, Joe. Um, uh, not Joe Biden. Um, I think for sure, uh, Mike Pence was attacking Kamala's policies rather than her, which I think made him look a lot more presentable and a lot more engaging to his audience and people can't really use the the um oh well trump is just like attacking joe biden and not his policy like like that argument which i thought was important well
1: well and even when and even when um pence did attack her it was mainly her um job as prosecutor which was relevant to some of the discussions
0: exactly um but let's talk about relevancy for a second I don't really think that Mike <clears throat> Pence was super like he was playing defense the entire time. I think it's a good way of putting it.
1: Um, I maybe I would say that there are specific instances where it seems like Kamala was on the fence. For example, the court packing question, which well, she still refused to answer. Um, yeah,
0: it's, like okay, so so that's another thing. There was a lot of dodging, but yeah. I definitely feel like it was more of the moderator asking questions that pertained to to the trump administration because that is who's in office and that is who is in control so i think you know it's i think it's supposed to be like that they're supposed to be on the defense because they're the people who are um responsible for yeah yeah yeah
1: that makes sense but like um there were specific instances where it did seem like pence did a decent job of like kind of making kamala Go on the defense as well, but those were like only in very specific instances. Yeah, specific. The, yeah, like that court, like that court packing question or the vaccine question as well. Um, those were like two well, ones that come to mind.
0: Uh, well, people, I, I I've been looking on Twitter and stuff like that. People keep talking about that court packing question, but I think she responded to it very, very. Um, mm,
1: I I'm gonna. I, she didn't respond to it. She she really, didn't she didn't
0: she didn't respond to it, but she did she did she, um counter. She, she dodged
1: it, it pretty well. She, that, she dodged. She dodged, it, yeah. she dodged
0: it pretty well by by the hypocrisy in the question. Because she, she the, the way she redirected it was to talk to talk to talk about court packing, would you also have to talk about how many, you know, white officials are in the, the court right now and how that is also packing the court with people of certain color, people of certain privilege. And that is also um uh, well, no, packing of-
1: the packing the court. I'm pretty sure is um, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, but like no, but she wh- was she
0: was talking about the she was talking she wasn't talking about the Supreme Court. She was talking about oh. just yeah, she was just talking about the the Senate and stuff. So I think that that she she redirected it very well. But Mike Pence definitely did a good job of of exposing that part of Kamala's uh um policy because I believe that is what she was advocating for it. Um, is to have more uh, justice on the court because then they can overrule and they can have a majority. Um, but she she obviously wasn't going to go out and say that because she wants to... She's been playing it safe all night. She was playing it safe. Um, and I think everyone can agree with that because Kamala could definitely have just gone off on Mike Pence, of course, yeah. But she didn't. She, she, stayed, she stayed safe and she kept the supporters that she had. The thing is, like
1: so like the biggest part about this debate was, well, uh, the only way for anything to be considered a Trump win at this point is for a big win for Pence. Um, And that's just something that you weren't going to see. I mean, as much as I would say that Kamala didn't perform as well as I wanted her to, but that's probably because Pence outperformed how I thought he was going to be. I think that was simply because she didn't, she didn't have to kind of like, go out like hit him out the park or anything like that I mean it was yeah. deb- it, it was one of those debates where it's like all right I mean even if the even with the polling numbers that we'll see in fact it might say that Kamala won by a little bit it might say that it was really close if Pence won it's probably by very small percentage points I' in the polling at least but that's not going to do anything for Trump. Almost every, most voters have made up their minds. Um, I mean, right now the polling looks like it's heavily in Biden's favor. Um, I mean, everybody should still vote. It doesn't matter if the polling says whatever the polling says, you should still vote. But like, I'm just saying like, it doesn't seem like this is going to change anything at all um, in
0: the long run. Unlike, Not, I, not like the first debate did. Not especially debate did. especially
1: if there's not another
0: debate, which is what we might be seeing right now. Exactly. Definitely. Like, I think the whole the whole idea of, undecided voters is, is very it's hard for me to grasp because how are you above the age of 18 and you are that indecisive there's no way you already have sort of a gauge of who you want to vote for you're just kind of listening to the other party just to see if they agree with some of the policies that you have in mind but i think yeah. people really do have an idea of who they're going to vote for
1: yeah, last last time I saw was, I think it was like 8% of, vote, like only, right now, only 8% of voters said that they're like undecided on like a CNN poll, um, which is just not that much. I mean, like, um, and even there, uh, most of those voters, especially after the first debate, said they thought that Trump did worse. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so again, I think definitely there was more solidification in, in the parties. People are sort of now realizing that okay, this is who I'm going to vote for. This is who I'm going to um, elect on November the 3rd. So that that's pretty important. But I want to mm-hmm. talk about their individual performances. I thought, the, okay, so the idea of looking at the camera for, for the uh, Biden administration, I think they, they definitely planned that. And I think it was very engaging to the audience, very engaging to people of certain, um, like, educations and stuff like that, people who needed to hear it from Kamala. I think that was extremely important and Mike Pence didn't do a lot of that she also looked at Mike Pence a lot when she was addressing some of the questions because she wanted him and Donald Trump to be accountable for the uh, first of all the lives of COVID-19 when they were going over that that was super important
1: personally for me I mean I don't really I don't know like uh, like personally for me it doesn't really make any difference but like I can see like if, if like the American it, it, I don't know if it worked and I don't know if I would even say because like I, I, at first I said in the first debate, I think looking at the camera is a really good thing, talking, like, quote-unquote, talking to the American people. Yeah. But then, like, you, I don't know, because Trump just did so poorly. Like, maybe it's just people really just thought he did horrible. So they don't... They just want to... Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it works
0: in the favor. I haven't seen anything that says it does. But, yeah. I mean, I think it's more of... Well, this, this uh, again, goes with uh, Pamela saying which she was giving a lot of anecdotal stuff, a lot of, like, examples, like trying to appeal to as many people as possible. She definitely um she wasn't bringing as many numbers um it mm-hmm. there was there definitely wasn't facts to be upheld but I definitely think that she she appealed to those people in their homes who were questioning the the election and, and questioning politics in general after the last debate and how many people mm-hmm. were really just disgusted by by how, how and one thing and one thing I want to bring up
1: is that if we're talking about individual performances like the vice presidential debate in a lot of ways is supposed to be you um you making the candidate that's running look as good as possible Mm -hmm. you're talking about their yeah and i think um and i think every single time kamala said something like a good policy position or like a good policy point or whatever she would always say that me and biden are biden says like but like with pence it more or less seemed like he was defending a lot of
0: like himself in a lot of ways exactly um, i wouldn't yeah bring that up as well he what he definitely was this is something i, I caught up on Kamala always referred to joe biden as joe mm-hmm. well human, Ken- humanizing always, him yeah humanizing him making them seem like they have a really good connection with each other making them seem like they they have good chemistry
1: yeah like good Mike friends Pence- like, like remember when she was like yeah me and biden would me and joe would talk about this all the time i enjoy those conversations like, exactly. Yeah. With Mike
0: Pence, it was a lot more of just President Trump. It just wasn't, it didn't seem like they had a real connection and they were doing this together. It just seemed like they were, they were forced into these positions. And I don't think mm-hmm. that, that uh, this, this might be just a hunch for me, but I don't think that Mike Pence definitely agreed with everything Donald Trump has done. But he's almost forced to um, go along with it because he's part of the administration. If he didn't do that, then he would look bad. Um, and that's what happened when he was when he started to, like denounce the white supremacy thing. When Donald Trump did that, he didn't even acknowledge that he didn't denounce it. He just said, "Well, we've denounced it multiple times in the past." So, yeah. like, so basically, you're not even going to acknowledge what happened that night and and how he didn't denounce white supremacy. You're just going to. You know, I mean, it's that. That's a question. Like in the same way that like Kamala has to dodge like court
1: packing, you're gonna have to deba- dodge like the white supremacy. And in the same way that like, for example, so. This is not have to necessarily do with dodging, but like it seemed like Pence has to bring up a lot of pretty not very good examples to um defend positions. For example, when they talk about COVID, you bring up swine flu or or, mm. or like which is such a bad example. It like is. swine flu was yeah, it was it's a horrible example. Plus, two thousand nine was, was like two thousand nine just. I, I don't know if it, I don't, I don't know, but like that was not a horrible year. We were getting out of a recession. We had, um, we had Obama and Biden in office and they were, and our economy was starting to do pretty well that year. Um, like I don't know, people aren't, people like aren't going to have bad nostalgia of swine flu, which didn't kill nearly as many people as COVID. I'm pretty sure it was like 14,000 to like 200,000. And then you also have him bringing up Biden, um, saying that it was xenophobic for him to, to, um, restrict travel not ban travel restrict travel from china but like literally biden there's no confirm there's no confirmation that biden even said this right biden tweeted that it was um, that it was xenophobic to like literally say china virus and kung flu and stuff like that like that's what i'm pretty sure he was even talking about he never talked about how the china restriction was even like xenophobic these are easy positions to attack but you kind of have to use these as arguments because you don't really have any others yeah the
0: idea that no, because Mike Pence and Donald Trump are always talking about this China ban that's happening, but it was never a ban. That's it was a restriction. Yeah, That's completely false. There was never a ban on, on, on China transportation. And there's actually no proof that that even improved anything to do with coronavirus.
1: Yeah, we already had cases in the United exactly. States. Yeah.
0: So so that, that point was straight up out the window when I heard about that. But um, I also want to talk about uh, how Kamala really debunked a lot of the things that Trump supporters... <laughs> we're having issues with besides besides the the packing um a lot of the things that they're having issues just such as the green new deal she repeated multiple times that they do not support the green new deal multiple times yeah but with that
1: yeah but the problem was that like well so like she never even answered like the whole well she did co-sign the great green new deal when she was like there oh she didn't yeah
0: because i think she she was trying to revert the conversation back to this administration (laughs) rather than the things she's done in the past which she's Yeah, but yeah, but like um, that could work. That could work, but like,
1: but like, it also could go against you. For example, we saw this with, we saw this when he. So like, we're probably, in my personal opinion, um, maybe other people don't think it was like that crazy or great, but like in my personal opinion, one of Pence's best moments is one like he. So like he brought up um, Kamala's uh, past as a prosecutor, and then brought up the first step first step act i think it, i think that's what you call it um and like though the first step act is like being super underfunded under the trump administration it's still something that they did and like then him bringing up her position as prosecutor when she started locking up tons of black people because mm-hmm. she does have a pretty bad bad history as prosecutor in my opinion at least um like when he was able to do that i was like oh wow that was actually real like i didn't think he was going to do that in, t- in the entire debate because usually both democrats and republicans are going to have pretty strong um, strong um positions on uh criminal justice but but then kamala did bring it back and then bring up well no our current policy says that we want to get nonviolent drug offenders out of you know um, there's so many things that she said
0: to to divert from her history like i said she was not trying to go back to the things that she was doing before but sort of talk about but she she did talk about the things that she has done but the good things that she's done instead of talking about all the bad things that he's referring to um and and it's not not necessarily she was putting well, obvi- obviously i'm not going to bring up all the bad yeah stuff exactly debate, but yeah. it's not like she was i, I think it's a, like a misconception that she was putting so many of these black people in jail no she's she's for decriminalizing marijuana and which is no, nah, but she nah nah. when she was prosecuted she did put a lot of black. well she was pretty bad it wasn't it. yeah she was she was viewed as one of the most liberal people in court but i definitely think that it wasn't unjust like she wasn't just put, putting black people in court just because they were black no
1: so well, no, not because they were black, but she put a lot of, like, nonviolent drug offenders in prison. And then she also, and then she had a really bad, I don't want to bring this up, actually, never mind. Okay, because I, I, I haven't fact-checked it yet. But she, she like, put a lot of, like, nonviolent drug offenders in prison, especially, I think it was San Francisco, which is pretty bad. She doesn't have the best record as prosecutor. She doesn't have a horrible record
0: politically, though. I don't know if people, like, want to talk about that, but.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Another thing she debunked, though, that was really nice, was the, oh, um, Joe Biden wants to tax you, blah, blah, blah. blah. That whole argument. Yes. She, she yeah, repeatedly said, really right. really said he will not tax anyone who has an income below $400,000. She said that, I think, three or four times because she wanted the public yeah. to know that because this is one of the Trump administration's main arguments. You'll see they're on their ads, everything like that. He wants to tax you, he wants to, like, all of these things about him taxing you but she repeatedly said that he does not want to tax he this administration does not want to want to uh, take away your money blah 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 this and that does not want to make you pay for for someone else's education and all of these these like super outrageous claims that were made against them and i think she did a really good job debunking that mm-hmm. yeah that was probably one of the best ones were just like bro like she
1: yeah they, she had to keep saying like we do not want to tax like people who are. But by the way, those tax cuts that Trump, that Pence was talking about, have only helped. Have not helped working class Americans. I don't know. Yeah, those have went to rich people.
0: But okay. Um, yeah. the The only thing I would say is that Mike Pence did a really good job of of sort of making making these conservative arguments seem more logical. Um, I mm-hmm. think that. Mike Pence definitely is one of the, the better, I, I'm not going to say like debaters, but better like public speaker in terms of just gathering people together. Um, and I was a bit shy yeah. in, the be, in, in the beginning. You didn't really see him come out until he was like really attacking her um, her policies. But that's because the first, the first thing was literally about COVID. COVID so. and, and, and he didn't really have too much to say. Kamala
1: came out strong there
0: when she was like, that is the biggest failure. Like, that yes, was really that good. When she did. came out with it with that this administration is the biggest yeah. failure. That was, that. I think that definitely hit with a lot of people. If you look at CNN's polls, um, they do this little, uh, like, graph thing where you could see how high people were, like, you know, <laughs> not, high, but, like, uh, like, via, like, men and women, um, where that really appealed to them. And, yeah. and that was one of the, the the points that that both men and women could really agree on, Kamala really touched them, um, especially on undecided voters. Um, but but yeah, I I definitely think the the quote that she made where, where she was like Donald Trump does not understand what it means to be honest. That definitely that definitely hit when they were talking about um, foreign policy and their yes, for foreign policy. That definitely okay. hit for me.
1: Her, so the thing is, foreign policy just isn't that important to Americans, but her foreign policy, um, that foreign policy section was in my personal opinion was the best one that's my i like that she literally brings up brought up so many things that i bring up and like when i have like debates with people about this type of stuff she brought up how we how leaving the deal was absolutely horrible mm-hmm. she brought up the fact that trump tries to do too many of these deals unilaterally which doesn't work which is why we have to leave so many deals she brought up the fact that we leave that we have made our allies dislike us more and actually have more respect for xi, xi jinping which is true um and she brought yeah she um Oh my god! What else? She brought up the fact that he's legitimizing dictators like Putin, um, and then she brought up the b- b- bounties on American soldiers' heads. Then Pence—this is one of the biggest points, where Pence came out and tried to defend Trump with the with the military in like the weirdest way, without without denying the fact that he did call them suckers and losers. He didn't help the people with bounties on their heads, and um, with when it came to Putin, he didn't help these people. So like that was really really good on her part. That was my personally my favorite part.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. The foreign policy part definitely sort of shined a light on what the Trump administration has done during their presidency. Now, I I, I do want to point out that Donald Trump, he his foreign policy isn't the best. Expectancy. People love to bring out the idea of um, the whole uh, Israel thing, and and how mm-hmm. and how like they they really did a good job. Um, with their entire foreign policy with Israel but I think that this has this is completely insignificant to the United States um well not only that not only that but it, it wasn't good because because that
1: creates more volatile relationships in the Middle East if you're gonna like like every single president even even if they're gonna be more supportive of Israel like no none of them have ever moved the capital Jerusalem to is, uh, have ever said that the Jerusalem is the capital of Israel and that we're going to move our embassy yes, there. Like, because, because that is just, like not, that's just like such a controversial opinion, position to take, especially
0: when you're like in such a volatile region. And continuously, we, because I'm, I'm a bit more moderate, but continuously, I always ask people, how is territory in the Middle East supposed to affect like, people like you, working class individuals, immigrants or, or whatever? How, how is this impacting you? It doesn't. It doesn't impact you at all. It's not, it's not affecting your life at all. And there's a lot of things that are happening, especially these wars that we're fighting in Iraq and stuff. Like, these, these, like, American people are dying for what? For, like, I just really have a big problem with that. Um, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the wars that we're fighting are completely insignificant to our personal economy. And, and, and Mike Pence left to talk about, well, put America first, put America first, but yet during your presidency, you have not done that. During, during a vice presidency, sorry, you have not done that. And I, I, think that was a big thing. Um, and, and I, what really hit me was when he said, uh, "China is to blame for the coronavirus." What? That, that definitely, that definitely got a bit riled up because China is not responsible for the uh, hundreds of thousands of American people dying from the coronavirus. That's the Trump administration. Uh, when you, yeah. when you come into office, you are responsible for the things that. We do good in this country, the, the economy and everything like that. But you're also responsible for for the lives that are lost, for, for all the negative things that happen in our country. So I think that shows a lack.
1: Of leadership. And we're gonna. I think that was. We have one more thing to do, which is. Well, we kind of already addressed it then. Because we were, we already talked about the lies and like
0: what. Well, yeah. Could the thing like, about the uh, the fact checking in this particular one was there was a lot of like I said anecdotes things um the only thing yeah. that exactly you could probably talk about was when they were talking about uh jobs and yeah manufacturing jobs in specific um mike pence and both Kamala harris weren't really completely honest in in that uh
1: i do want to say i do want to preface this with it is the the problem is is that like the problem is, is that neither candidate will bring up because they just don't know how to, for some reason, or like it would be unpopular for Pence, and it probably wouldn't work out for um, Kamala because you could never technically prove it. Is that the problem with uh, with like? Banning stuff from like China or like doing tar- i mean, doing tariffs on China to bring back manufacturing jobs—is first of all, manufacturing jobs are usually gonna now, are usually gonna now going to be going to people who are going to be doing automation, so people are going to be like developing. these aren't going to be working class Americans that you'd be pandering to; these are going to be people with good college degrees that are going to be automating these things um, that are going to be making much better making much better wages. Then you also have the problem of rising raising prices in like ums and like poorer states or in working class states, for example, and in um Nebraska, they're um. Wait no, Wisconsin. the the amount of the the amount of um of products that had prices that were higher than they were before uh, before the tariffs was in- insane to me. Um, like people had to pay extra extra cash for things that usually would have been cheaper but now we have our tariffs in China also China diversified their markets they ended up being able to become the strongest economy in the entire world or, or on their way to because of those tariffs we, we have isolated ourselves from from a country that we kind of are forced to do business with if we really have a problem with with like the labor violations in China we need to do multilateral trade agreements we need to put like like TPP for example when when we were going to be forcing um, Vietnam to to improve their labor and to improve how they were going to do labor or work with labor in their country. But now, because they had a bunch of labor violations, they could do that in China, but we have to do it multilaterally and get other countries involved so we can force them to, but we can also keep doing business to China. The problem is, is that we just never try to do these things because Trump wants to do every single deal unilaterally and it never works out, which is why we never got anything done with North Korea, um, which is why we, which is why we end up messing up so bad with Iran, which is like, I don't know. It, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, For
0: me, yeah, definitely when they were talking about these, these trade things, especially when it comes to like the, uh, the trade war with China and she brought up, Hey, look, you lost that trade war
1: he so did
0: and and there was almost nothing he could do to to pivot like he was doing the entire the vice president to he mm-hmm. there's nothing he could do because that's the truth they lost that trade war and and a lot of uh jobs were lost especially in the manufacturing industry mm-hmm. so um i i, I think Kamala did a really good job of making the american people understand a lot of these politics that are very confusing she definitely mm-hmm. made, like, dumbed it down for the people at home, which I think definitely appealed to her because she was making you understand. She was making you uh, understand that, that things that they're doing are not okay. And I want to go, mm-hmm. go to uh, the whole racism thing and how he bas- Mike Pence basically said that systemic racism doesn't exist, doesn't exist which yeah. is completely false to me. And, and it baffles me. And this is part of their pattern. Trump refused to denounce white supremacy. And now Mike yeah. Pence is not admitting that there is a clear systemic racism in this country. And this was yeah. when he was asked about the Brianna Taylor incident.
1: Yeah. And he yeah. said
0: that that she that, that that this case was just. Which mm-hmm. I find like this definitely did not appeal
1: Sebastian, if they want to win the black not vote, black they're Americans. not
0: doing a very good job. This, this yeah, not they're a, not doing a very good job. not up to those though. black Americans, like to African Americans. And yeah. I think...
1: But we know this. We, we, we agree on this. And so, I yeah, think, I know.
0: And I think yeah. they purposely know this and they want to keep their white supremacist voters. The people, yes. the people who, who are spewing out racial slurs to, uh, mm-hmm. and, and all of these things that, that are just evident in our country and and they're not even acknowledging it. The the presidency yeah. and Donald Trump and Mike Pence and their entire administration is not even acknowledging how black America is suffering from this kind of racism, which I think is completely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, as much as I like, I do try, I do try to be like, oh, I get it. They're like, they, they trying to pander to their voters. I mean, like. Damn, bro. It's sad that, like, well, that many voters really don't believe that there's any systemic biases in this country. Like, unironically, are like, well, white people get treated worse. Have you seen all the mean people on Twitter? Like, I don't know. It's really sad to me. But, yeah, we agree on you, yeah, know,
0: I I just, that's, that's so frustrating to, to someone who's, you know, experienced yeah. this kind of racial bias. Um, in daily life and, the, and they just don't understand that. And I'm not going to say, oh, it's cause they're just, they're white. They just said that's why they don't understand. But at the same time, you have to understand people from the other side, even when you are not necessarily a part of that group. Um, and they just didn't do that. And I, I feel really, uh, disgusted by that comment and it's a pattern it's a pattern and and kamala harris repeat, repeatedly say that said that lastly
1: Yeah. Lastly, um, when it came to the Amy Comey Barrett stuff and they brought up, um, I just want to say, so they did bring up healthcare. I think Kamala did really good there um, when she brought up, especially the pre-existing conditions part, because they don't have because Trump's administration doesn't know a plan. But they also brought up the whole pro-choice, pro-life stuff, the whole abortion stuff. Um, Do you think it was a good idea for like Pence to literally be like, whatever, we just this is something we just fundamentally disagree. Um, And then like, I don't know, like it. Do you think he should have focused on that a little bit more?
0: um like i said he he and Kamala both clearly stated that Kamala's pro life i mean pro choice no pro choice and mike pence is pro life they clearly said that and that's dependent on their voters i have trouble trying to find out like like how this is super significant in this day and age to not like of course like this is a significant issue like um, the, a, a woman's body and everything but i have trouble understanding why this would be significant in in today's like more i want to say like more severe problems especially with the coronavirus and the, how many people are dying from this so i think um so you so you're essentially saying like it's important it, kind of no, but uh, like compared to everything else. To,
1: but compared to uh, yeah, no, I know it's, like, important, but, like, compared to every single thing, every other thing, like, I'm pretty sure more people are more worried about, like, the yeah. economy and, like, coronavirus. It's, yeah, exactly. Okay, I agree with it's, it. it's
0: definitely an important issue, and it's definitely something we need to tackle, but it's not something that is of the essence right now. And, and this, this is what they're trying to uh, pander to, is because they're trying to put people, especially on the Supreme Court, um, put people who are against Roe v. Wade and appeal to their voters. Um, and this, this is going to lead to some people switching over to the other side for this one specific reason. So I don't think it should have been the topic of discussion. Like this is the main thing, but I do think it's important to some people and those questions should be addressed. But as of right now, the main issue is the economy and coronavirus because more more people are dying from that. Um, but, uh, I want to ask who do you think won
1: this uh debate um it was a tie but if i like someone put a gun to my head i mean i obviously agree with most of kamala's position so i mean as i'm gonna say that she won my eyes but like in the grand scheme of things i I don't really think this even like
0: yeah Yeah, i i definitely agree with you there i think a win is when (laughs) you bring other people to your side when you are able to that's just not gonna happen like that's just it's not gonna happen I mean, I, yeah. I definitely think she, she, she appealed to more of those working class individuals and she got more people to solidify their position on Joe Biden. But I don't think she necessarily brought any Trump supporters to her side or, or did anything significant to change the outcome of the election. Yeah. All right. So thank you, Marley, for joining me on this discussion. Uh, we will try to have something on the presidential debate. Uh, If it happens, we don't really know for sure because the president has coronavirus and I wish well to him. I definitely think that we shouldn't be, uh, you know, wishing death upon anyone, especially when they have children. I agree. (laughs) Yep, Um, I agree. I I hope that he does well. I hope that um, our country can get on the right track very soon. Mm -hmm. All right, Marley, stay safe, man. All right, bye.